This is a download from News Talk 106 to 108. To download other programmes or for more information, go to newstalk.ie. I grew up in a very different time, I suppose. I mean, I lived in Dublin for the first seven years and then I moved out to, uh, we moved out to Minute, which is, of course, now a um, hub of Intel and a huge university town. Uh, it was then a sort of a small rural village. Uh, so it was kind of uh, almost like living in Connemara, only you were 15 miles from Dublin. Uh, and many of the dramas at the time, you know, sort of, um, of course, that was the time when the seminarians were in charge of the college and you would have black cassocked priests coming down to small local shops to get uh, as a special Sunday treat maybe a bottle of Lucozade. Uh, in fact, I always remember one of the more cantankerous ones was once asked, was once asked uh, will you have that in a bag, Father? Because shopkeepers were very deferential to priests at that particular time. Uh, and he said, no, I'll keep it in the bottle, thank you, and stalked out. Dad, uh, he was a painter and decorator in the corporation. So I suppose maybe to a certain extent I've become a, a variant of that, <laughs> uh, painting over things that need to be painted over and decorating that which needs the occasional bit of refurbishment. My mother would be very politically aware. Uh, she was an Irish mum uh, who always, you know, made sure that everything was all right. And uh, she was very much... Um, I think she would have been happier in a different age, I sometimes think, in the sense that she's very clever, but it was just, she would have been part of that marriage ban where when you go to the... when you were in the civil service and... Uh, you got married, then you had to leave post haste. Uh, so I sometimes think that you know would, she would have um, she would have much enjoyed sort of the, moder- the the freedoms that you know modern people now have in that regard. More from my youth than my than my parents. I've always liked Bohemian Rhapsody by Queen. It's a real sort of bath time uh, or shower song. Uh, so that would be that would be one of my favourite songs. Funnily enough, I was a very odd child. Uh, I used to buy McGill uh, and I used to read uh, Eamon Dunphy and Gene Kerrigan and all of those. So uh, I always wanted, you know, to be that as a, that, that sort of, to, to go into that particular trade, be it, be it. Uh, the sort of, I mean, the 1980s in particular was just a huge melting pot in terms of the evolution of the Irish state. There was all of the divorce wars. There was the question of Ireland's financial sustainability. You know, it was the era of Charlie Hockey, uh, you know, which, uh, for all of its flaws, I suppose, um, I suppose it's, it's a bit like if you look at the Hockey era in terms of soap opera, that was the sort of age of the Great Gatsby. And uh, many years ago, I wrote a book, and uh, part of it was serialised uh, in the uh, in the, um, in the in the Sunday Independent. And from that, very much, I think, down to Owen Harris, uh, they brought me in as a sort of a Day Doyle sketch writer, and I. I entered my first my first article ever, and I was a complete simpleton. Many would say I still am today. Uh, was on the week that Albert Reynolds' government uh, fell, uh, and I always remember wandering around at that end and at the end of that week, scratching my head and saying, "I haven't got a clue what's going on here. I hope it improves, uh, but it has really improved since." Uh, I think journalism has great strengths. I think journalists work extraordinarily hard, and I think they're extraordinarily committed. Uh, I think they're extraordinarily disregarded. Uh, and I think that's uh, unfortunate uh, and because journalism I mean so, some of our more pompous journalists would say we're the fourth estate and I don't particularly think that that's you know I don't think we should aspire to that, to, to that particular status but we are a window into how society uh, runs itself uh, and um, journalism whilst not being a fourth estate is something that should be um, looked after 
it has it has changed and it hasn't changed. It has become much more sort of um, ethical, which is supposed to be a good thing. Uh, sometimes I wonder. Sometimes I think that in Ireland we we, we confuse ethics with sort of uh, creating uh, too many rules and uh, allowing people to talk too much. Uh, we confuse talk with ref- talk with reform. Um, politics is certainly much more frenetic now. Uh, I sometimes think, looking at the sort of freneticism and the obsession with Twitter and the sort of desire to do 20-hour days to prove that you're tougher than the other person, that there was a lot to be said for the age of Jack Lynch and Liam Cosgrave where they would um, sort of go into work at 9 o'clock and then they would go home for their lunch at 1 with their respective spouses and then return and maybe adjourn to the bar at 5 or 6 to watch the horse racing or something like that. Uh, I think there's an awful lot of fret in modern politics and a lot of obsession with trivia, uh, which really isn't a good use uh, of people's time. No doubt politicians are dedicated. I've always said that on both sides of the of the fence, but I sometimes just wonder, are they dedicated? No, I'm, I'm, I'm not a sufficiently moral person to be a politician. I met my wife, Kira in the pub, uh, and she's very forbearing and gentle and pleasant and tolerant uh, and uh, somehow manages to keep me, uh, turn me out clean every morning, a flannel wipe to the face before I go out the door and such other necessities. She used to be a nurse and she's now a professional photographer. I have a 10-year-old called Timothy and an 8-year-old called Michael. Recently, one of them asked for the facts of life with a big grin in his face, which said to me that he knew what the facts or he had some notion of what the facts of life were. Uh, and he looked up at me smiling and I thought to myself, well, OK, you want the facts of life, you get the facts of life. So I fairly bluntly told him the facts of life and he got greener and greener because he's still not at that age fully as such. Uh, and at the end of it, as he was looking up at me dolefully, I said, boy, I said, I may have actually thrown in some bad language into the middle. Boy, I said, I'd say you're really sorry you asked me that question. And he just looked at me and he nodded his head. Uh, I can't resist sort of the theme song to the good, the bad and the ugly. Uh, which every politician should probably have on their alarm clocks every morning as they get up at 5am. Thanks for listening to this News Talk 106 to 108 podcast. To download other programs or for more information, go to newstalk.ie.